literally, perpetually. This okay. microphone is on mute. Sorry, we are so bad at technology and it's we've had so many techno- um, technological issues. But welcome back to the Fun Employed Podcast, your arts and culture podcast <laughs> with your wildly underqualified 20-something house. Talk shouldn't expect you to listen. Well done. We've had a very stressful and tech fucking irresponsible morning. Yeah, it's been bad, guys. Like, um, real bad. Yeah. Um, Sophie's still not here, which is why we're at a loss. <laughs> Sophie, please come back. Sophie, you're the glue you. of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're just too chaotic on it when it's just us. Yeah, like, I'm supposed to be responsible now. Um, I'm doing a shit job. <laughs> Anyways, friend, how was your week? Mm. Please tell me more about it. Um, well... Great news for me, bad news for the podcast. I have a job. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, we're just manifesting things on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we're just manifesting true. stuff. Next, um, mm. I marry Jacob Aloy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, also, I'm eating this podcast episode because I don't give a shit anymore. Also, yeah, we're, <laughs> it's, like, very early in the morning for us. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> And it's very early. That's too early for <laughs> so us. So please excuse us if we are like a lot of background noises coming through. Oh, I like it. And by background noise, I mean us eating and drinking our coffees. Mm. Yeah, how was your week? My week? once I haven't seen you like every day. Yeah. What did I do in my week? I went on a date this week, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I meant to ask about this. Yeah, with a twink, everyone, which is Oh, my God. Weird. Ridiculous. <laughs> not my... <laughs> not your style. Not my style. Was he cute? He was cute. I gave the twink a chance and I kind of like him, which is annoying. <laughs> but yeah, I went on a date and it went really well. And so like Fran, yeah. with her employment hunt, I might have a boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> After one date. Extremely off-brand content but for also, this podcast. <laughs> very off-brand. Mm. Just for clarity, it is not the brew breakers. <laughs> it is not the brew breakers barista. Wow. Which I'm really upset about. So we didn't quite manifest it. So we'll keep manifesting that if this doesn't work out. Mm. Look, do we want to get into the main yeah. containers? Let's episode? go. This week we are talking about the kissing say, booth. I was just about to say Jacob Elordi, but we're, <laughs> actually, we're talking about the kissing booth this week. One and two. One and two, because number two just came out, and also it stars a hometown hero. A, a hometown hero, <laughs> named, but like <laughs> named Jacob Elordi. Ah, uh, Jacob, I know that you live in our town. Come hang out with us. So Fran was at. Her own birthday drinks. Oh, yeah. That's and was right. like trying to leave to, <laughs> to go find where Jacob Elordi was. And I was like, go, these people are here for you. And I was <laughs> and like, she, but I'm here for Jacob Elordi. <laughs> she's like, is, this is not where Jacob Elordi is. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but. <laughs> this also is another time to reignite our feud with Unpacking Brisbane. Yes. Because Joe got drinks with Jacob Elordi. And then when I messaged them, shamelessly clout chasing, asking how I could have drinks with Jacob Elordi. They, they ignored me. How rude. How rude, because I've spoken to Henry about a number of other topics Also, since. this is why we don't care for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Joe is the lesser of the when we didn't buy tickets to the live show. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we're talking about the kissing booth, because I've seen the first one so many times, um, because shout out to my very good friend Olivia, um, when I lived in the United States, we watched it numerous times. Um, and she also has a group chat dedicated solely to unpacking those movies. It's honestly... Okay, so I will be honest. I was very sceptical yeah. of this film. And I've not seen it since 
Like, I think I've it's a weird text. I've never seen it. And last week, even, like, when I last saw Fran, I was, like, mm. giving her shit about being mm. so into Jacob Elordi and mm. so into The Kissing Booth. I watched one and two, and I was, like, mind-blowed. <laughs> mind-blowing. These, these are rich texts. <laughs> now, guys, because we're talking about two movies, we're not even going to talk about, uh, like, a topic this week. Because we don't give a shit about <laughs> current events. I just want to talk about these absolutely insane I also, movies. like, have so many questions when I was going through Oh, my God, I was like, yes. So we'll go through them. Mm. Do you want to give us a rundown of what The Kissing Booth is for those who haven't watched it? Oh, my God, what an impossible question. Um, the Kissing Booth is, it is a 2017 Netflix movie clearly intended for children and teenagers um, based on what was a Wattpad fan fiction, Wait, then turned what? into a novel and then adapted into a movie. Yeah, bitch. Oh my, so it started off as a fan fiction? Yeah, that's why it's so ridiculous. Of who? I can't even remember. It could uh, probably One Direction. No, that was after. Sorry. Oh my god. But I it was did not definitely, know that. it definitely has Wattpad origin. Yeah. Um, basically, Joey King's character, who is great in this, I will say, I love her. Um, you like she, Joey King. I like her. Um, I have respect for her. Okay. Uh, basically, she hits puberty at 100 miles an hour, and then she's like, let's do a kiss and booth, and then the movie happens. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That really is it. And then Jacob Elordi's there. Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to talk about the opening scene of the kissing booth one, because I think it's fucked. What like, is it? Is it when they're... The it's t- the montage. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, and my mom died. But then I got really good at DDR. <laughs> Which is really confusing. It's so funny. Again, another thing about this, the both movies that are mm. really like fucking confusing. Tonal shifts. Is, yeah, the ton- yeah. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like the opening, the opening sequence, you find out so much about the opening characters. Because the fundamental part of the plot is that Joey King's character's best friend is, like, this nice young boy, and they've been friends since they were, like, little kids, and he's got an older brother. The older brother is annoying, but she wants to fuck him, which is the ultimate, the ultimate fantasy. I think we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, like, they establish the rules of their friendship, which I think is quite prescriptive and bullshit. Um, And, like, one of the rules is you can't, um, no dating... um, you know, the other siblings. siblings. Which, like, is only applicable to the dude because, that's like, Joey like, King has, like, a little brother. That's the fact. One of my first questions was that rule was really confusing because, yeah. like, in the movie they set it up, they started, like, these rules when they were six. Yeah. And when they were six, like, Joey King's younger brother probably wasn't born. He's, like, ten in the movie. Yeah, no, and, like, also he's not important. Like, no. he shows up, like, twice. And then, like, the only other sibling there is is, like... Jacob Elordi. Yeah. So it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's very, very weird. And, like, also, the fact that the rules aren't important until, like, they need to be yeah. as well. Like, they sort of show up in the plot. It's like contract laws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would like to see a full list of the rules and then just pull out something during a, like, trial. It's Children's Fifty Shades <laughs> yeah. in that sense. Like, because... It, like, I swear the only, like, relevant rule in the first movie is, like, don't fuck my brother. And then, like, in the second, it comes up, like, three or four times with other random rules. Like, yeah. we have to go to the same college, and which also, crazy. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> There's, like, 20 rules, and we only see, like, three of them brought up. I'm sure it's in the books. Oh, I hope so. I say that, I like, would like to... I'm going to... Because I need to see the full list of rules. Because I think that there's an element of this where it's, like, trying to sort of exist in the same space as 
Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Yeah. Because, you know, they have all of the, like, you know, that's you've got the snogging scale. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Um, but, like, this is just, like, so much more intense. Also, doesn't feature any British people saying, I thought you was different, I thought Georgia. you was different, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> A guaranteed way to make your drunk friends, like, absolutely keel over laughing. Amazing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking up kissing booth rules in order because I need to know but yeah it's very strange also like when that was their birthday and it's like one of the rules was only your best friend gets to know the birthday wish and then like yeah also it's like that's just against the whole like you know global concept of the birthday wish like if you tell either of them then like it's fucked also like I st- okay oh and like the Thanksgiving chicken the wish- bone yeah I'm like Y'all are always having Thanksgiving together. What if y'all get married? <laughs> yeah, I, do, I just don't understand this, this. I've never been so possessive of a friend. I know. <laughs> like, should we start a rule list? Rule <laughs> one, never hook up with the same people. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is annoying because that's probably the most gross ever we have. It's literally, it's like, mm, Eskimo siblings. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I think that, like, okay. I think that's something that we need to establish about The Kissing Booth is that it is bad. (laughs) Like, it's not a good movie. The pacing is weird. The tonal shifts are handled terribly. And ultimately, the, like, fundamental themes of the plot are, like, bad for children. Though, as an adult, oh, shit, it's a good time. And you can look at it, like, very subjectively and be like, that's dodgy. Yeah, like, the... Jacob Elordi's character in the first movie is, like, a textbook abuser. Yeah. And, like, this Concerning. Man, yeah. It's, like, you know, he's really controlling. He's really violent. Like, literally in the pros and cons list, the pro was he's yummy and the con, <laughs> the con is we always fight. Like, bitch. <laughs> Always fight. Also, he's very, like, he fights anyone. He literally is willing to throw a punch at any time, which I'll admit, kind of hot. But so hot. <laughs> so hot. The fact that they removed that aspect of his character in the second movie, I was like, actually, fuck you. Oh, my God. This is another thing. So there is a the scene in, like, where he tackles, like, fully rugby tackles oh, yeah. one of the boys on the beach. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, he definitely learned that at school. Like, <laughs> like this man's is a private school You're like, boy. that's a nudgy move. Yeah. <laughs> this man went to a rugby school. Like, he definitely learned that at school. Right? I was like, he's huge. He's, oh, my God. That's another, <laughs> another question I had. Joey King is tiny, and he's... Joey Gigantic. Like, Joey King is like my height. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Jacob Elordi is like 1.7 meters tall or something crazy. No. I'm 1.9. No, 1.96. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's nearly two meters tall. Like, he's a big boy. Um, also, like, we know so many people who know him, which is the weirdest part of watching this movie. So, yeah. you went into the kissing booth knowing that Jacob Elordi was a Brisbane boy. Yeah. I watched it three times before I found that out. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, like, every time Olivia and I would get drunk, we'd watch the movie. <laughs> and we'd be like, this is amazing. This is cinema. Really, this episode is dedicated to her. Um, <laughs> and, like, and then we finally looked it up. Because we knew that they'd filmed it in South Africa. And Olivia had spent some time. In South in- Africa? Yes. So, Olivia had spent time in Johannesburg. And she's like, that's Joburg for sure. And we looked it up. It absolutely did. It's the first movie and the second movie were both filmed in South Africa. I know. It does pass as California because it's all beachy. It really does. I'm so shocked by that. Yeah. They filmed it in South Africa. But... Uh, we were like, who is this giant man? And so I looked it up. It's like, Jacob Elordi, born in Brisbane, went to Nudgy College, born in 97. I was like, oh, my God. When I go back to Brisbane, 
I'm going to find out that I know people who know him. And I was fucking right. <laughs> Joe Dwyer got beers with him and didn't invite us. Why does Joe, Joe Dwyer, I, a question to unpacking Brisbane, <laughs> the only time I will engage, <laughs> why do you know Jacob Elordi? Like, is it just the private school thing? It's just circles? the private school thing. Because I told him oh. this with Henry and he was like, you know, it's impressive that you've got the social circle that you do when you didn't go to a private school. And I'm like, I know. Okay. Another question. Yes quite confusing mm. because Jacob Lordy's brother mm. kind of gives me gay vibes. Right? And I was really confused the whole time. And then I thought the second movie might be like him being like, I'm actually gay. Mm. But no, he's like in a committed relationship with, with a, a woman, woman who's clearly 30. <laughs> yeah. Who's vet doesn't look young at all. No, I looked it up and it's like, yeah, she's 30. Um, oh, is she actually that 30? That actress is fully 30. Holy um, shit. Which is hilarious. Cause like Joey King is like, our age. Yeah. So, and so is Jacob Lordy. And so is Jacob Lordy. But Jacob Lordy also looks like so much older than all of them. Yeah. Um, just because, like, he's massive. Also, he's just so hot. Like he's I- so <laughs> hot. Like, I hate to admit it, but he's, like, so, like, fundamentally the base type of a hunk. I know, right? It's fucking toxic. Yeah, but- and I'm like, mm, ew. But also, because, like, normally I'm into dudes who are real femme. Like, if you've got two dangly earrings and very long hair, like, I'm there. Yeah. But, like, you know, Jacob Elordi's, like, really bringing it in this movie. Um, mainly because he's, like... Also, okay, no, I want to talk about this. He seems dumb as fuck. And, and then, then he, he goes, goes to, to Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> like, okay, we can agree that the Noah in The Kissing Booth 1 and the Noah in Kissing Booth 2 are different men. Yeah. They're completely. not the same character. Like, and I think the idea is that, like, oh, Elle has changed him. And I'm like, y'all dated one summer. One summer. <laughs> Bish, it's been three months. And also, we're meant to be- we are meant to believe these people have been dating for three months. And she's like, I'm going to give up my lifelong dream of going to UC Berkeley, and I'm now going to go to Harvard, which is cold and shitty. Also, like, what? Yeah, also, like, okay, the big factor here, because she's like, oh, it's so expensive to move to Harvard. That's not just because it's an Ivy League, it's because it's out of state. Yeah. Like, going to a university within your own state in America gives you, like, an effective, like, discount subsidy. Yeah. On university that you enroll in, also because UC Berkeley is public. Also, it's a good university. Like that whole plot, I'm like. Also, like people don't just do. People just go, oh, I think I'm gonna go to Harvard now. Yeah. And like pull that shit in the like application stage. Yeah. Also, like I don't see her doing enough to, to get into Harvard. Also, him. I'm like, what extracurriculars did you do other than fighting? To like, be fair. She has more podcast subscribers. She does than have us. a podcast. <laughs> she has probably more than us. She does canonically have no, she's she's like got 32 listeners. Oh uh, yeah. And we We've have like 42 regular <laughs> listeners. Like we're winning. Regular, regulars. Mm-hmm. We're winning. Yeah. We beat we could get into Harvard. Oh my god, I Take just that, like, Joey King. <laughs> I do love that she canonically has a podcast. Yeah. Like I thought that that was a great touch. But also, why does she have a video game podcast? This is the part that confuses me, because we only ever see her playing like DDR or Dance Dance Mania, as it's called in the movie, um, and like Mario Kart. That's yeah. it. That's all we see. And she's like, "Yeah, I have a video game podcast." I'm like, what? What video games do you play? Joey, are you a gamer girl? Like, <laughs> also, I'm gonna keep calling her Joey because I don't remember any of the character names. Yeah. Um, I only know Jacob Elordi's brother as Jacob Elordi's brother. Jacob Elordi's brother. <laughs> also, I think he's actually, I think in a traditional sense, for myself, I'd go for the brother, not not yeah. Jacob Elordi. In no. I think I'm the same. Because I think he's cute, but he's achievable. Yeah. Jacob Elordi is, like, not a real person. He's just so hot. I, like, obviously, like, what the hell? I can't mm. believe Zendaya 
Mm. I hate that. <laughs> he brought some data to Brisbane at one point. And I was like, did you take it to Henry Jacks? Like, <laughs> was they, got, they got spotted in Queen Street. And I was like, please tell me you took it to Henry Jacks. <laughs> tell me that you were like, babe, meet me at Queen Street HJs. <laughs> 12 o'clock, Saturday morning, mum's dropped me off. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, what a throwback. What other very important questions do you have about this garbage okay. film? Another thing I wanted to talk about uh-huh. is that they... I presume have sex on the Hollywood sign. <laughs> <laughs> Do we not think that's fucking insane? Yes. <laughs> but I also, like, I don't know. Like, we don't have any listeners who live in LA, but, like, tell us. Is it, like, a rite of passage to fuck <laughs> on the Hollywood sign? Like, a thing people do? And there was no one else there, like, surprisingly. So yeah, it's just close. like... No, but also you talk so quietly, so yeah. this is allowed. I... Uh, so many insane things happen, but like the Hollywood sign thing is very much I'm like what? Um, because when they first start doing it, yeah. you can't tell it's the Hollywood sign. No, it's and then just they pan a lookout. And then they pan out, and yeah. you're like, oh hey, oh hey, that's the, the fucking <laughs> Hollywood sign. Look, if I were a boy from Brisbane <laughs> and I had made it to. Realistically, South Africa and then CGI Hollywood, I would fuck. <laughs> On the Hollywood side. On the Hollywood side. But, like, oh, God, I just have so many questions. Yeah, it's fucked. About the Hollywood sign part. Yeah, also, I'm like, do you live in Hollywood? I thought they lived in, like, an outer part of L.A. Apparently, L.A. is very easy to get around, according to, like, Joey King and <laughs> Jacob Elordi's brother. Yeah, and also, like, there's no traffic. They never talk about traffic once. I'm like, this is the most <laughs> idyllic L.A. Yeah. I've ever witnessed. Like, that's not real. <laughs> that, no. Like, if they were, like, in upstate, maybe, they're like, oh, my God. Also, the problem about ha- introducing, uh, we're going to talk about, Movies one and two sporadically this whole yeah. time. This is not a structured discussion. <laughs> At all. The, like, why introduce a plotline about needing money for college when you have shown us in every single shot that this character is wealthy? Like, pardon? I'm like, this does not look like a person who needs financial aid. Yeah. Like, look at the size of this house. Are we supposed to just, like buy it because she's got a single income parent but also what does her parent what do her parents do what does her dad do mm. what did her mum do before she fucking cocked it like, <laughs> what did Jacob Elordi's parents do because they are rich and Molly Ringwald is also always home also why is Molly Ringwald in this um because she is important to the legacy of teen movies because I think that like the kissing booth one and two try and sort of like exist within the legacy of like 80s teen movies and also like you know you get these allusions to like the coming of age aspects of like the sound of music in the gazebo scene and you get like you know these allusions to like Angus Thorns and Perfect Snogging so like it makes sense to bring Molly Ringwald in for a teen movie to play a parent because she's like an icon of you know the height of the genre but also it's like she's underutilized yeah like, she turns up for, like, two scenes. And I think that this maybe is indicative of our age, that, like, I get tired of watching the teenagers and, like, can we have a break? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about anything Someone else? else, please. Like, I, Jesus. I just wanted to bring up, there's, like, a I think it's the line where Jacob Lordy, like, 
confesses his love to mm. Joey King <laughs> and they're at the kissing booth and he's like, I'm just a boy like standing in front of a bunch of these people ask, t- trying to tell you that I love you or something. Ew. Those are the lines. But like that really like. Yeah, it's trying <laughs> to be Notting Hill. Yeah, and trying to be Notting Hill, trying to be never been kissed. I was mm. like, there's definitely copyright issues here. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely copyright. Because that script is taken straight out of like two other movies. Yeah, it's not a good movie. Um, but like, I think that there's something. Okay, I think that there's something about it that is so intoxicating. Yeah. Where you're like, particularly about the first one, where you're like, I cannot look away from this train I think wreck. it's just because Jacob Lordy is so hot. And I think that's where the second movie falls down. Yeah. I think he, like, and they try and bring in this Jacob Lordy lookalike, who's like... Marco? No. Yeah, he's like ethnic and lean, but still just Jacob Lordy. Yeah. But like, that... Co- okay, here's my main issue with the second movie. There are too many conflicts. There is no central conflict in this narrative. They just keep throwing in extras. Mm. And it's like, well, I can't even care about this, like, supposed, you know, love triangle between Joey King, Marco, and Jacob Elordi because, like, we're spending too much time, you know, getting away from that storyline and talking about his brother and his 30-year-old girlfriend. Yeah. Like, also, like... (sighs) A Dance Dance Revolution convention is that big? And the $50,000. They just give away $50,000. And she gets that, like, very easily. And, like, we see, like, some of the other, like, dances that are going on in the freestyle category. And I'm like, girl, you shouldn't have won that. But, like, $50,000 is a lot of money. That's a lot of cash. That's an annual income. They just gave that away to Joey King. (laughs) They're like, hey, girl. Heard you were struggling. <laughs> Heard you were struggling. Heard you were struggling to go to... F- so is Kissing Booth... Because they have announced Kissing Booth 3 now, haven't they? Which <laughs> yeah, is they insane. Have. They filmed it at the same time they were doing number two. Oh, my God. Yeah. They so hopefully like, there's, like, plot consistency. Hopefully it's not over two hours long. Yeah. Like, okay, because the third one has to be about... Her going to Harvard. Her picking UC Berkeley or Harvard. Yeah. Um, How do they involve a kissing booth? Right? Like, <laughs> when's the kissing booth coming in? Are they going to be those weird people who graduate high school and, like, always come back for the fundraisers? Yeah. Like, girl. We do that once and then we were done. Yeah, exactly. You do it your first year out of high school and you go, oh, hi, miss, and then you never come back. Girl, like, fuck going back to your old high school. Yeah. But, but like, also there was a... <laughs> okay. I need to just... Okay. When Joey King goes to the airport... To be like, I'm sorry that I was mean to you, Jacob Elordi, and that I thought that you were cheating on me. And then she gets there and has that conversation with that nice British woman. <laughs> she gets a text message, where are you? And he's like, kissing booth. <laughs> like, and then she doesn't go to the kissing booth? No, they go to their spot. It's like, yeah, but okay, we see them at that spot one time. Yeah, one time. I don't know why they call it their place. And, like, did you fuck in that gazebo, like, four times? Like, what's the <laughs> go? Because I think that they should have... I think that Joey King should have gone back to the kissing booth. I think it would have been so much nicer at the kissing booth. It would have been a way better narrative payoff. Like, sure, it's cheesier, but also it's a teen romance a movie. Teen, and, like, come on. I would have frothed it at the kissing booth. When oh, we were yeah. there, they're just the random gazebo. I was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Also, okay, <clears throat> I need to talk about this. And I mentioned this on my Instagram story for those playing along at home. No one in this movie understands the rules of the kissing booth. Like, there are rules of a kissing booth. You go up, you kiss, and you leave, and nobody takes off their blindfolds. Yeah. 
These people go up, they take off their blindfolds, they like leave and get together after doing one kiss, they go up and just have a chat for a minute. Like, ma'am, this is a kissing booth. <laughs> get your coronavirus and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh my god. Also, watching this like after the coronavirus pandemic, I'm like, like wow. <laughs> so many germs. Yeah, I'm like, you like Dr. Norman Swan does not stay in this movie. <laughs> I also love that there was like the like one queer scene. Okay, I, here's my thing. I don't love it. I don't like this ham fisted It feels queer very shoved in there. Yeah, and also it's like this guy's not like Joey King's friend. But then the they apparently movie. become friends. And it's then they're like confusing. their best mates suddenly in this movie. And like, you know, when there's like a break in the plot, we're like, oh, hey, do you want to fuck that guy? Yeah. And then he like <laughs> looks over at Joey King and is like, thanks for not adding me. I know. And, it's like, <laughs> and Joey King's like, I did great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I did the bare minimum. I did. Go me. I'm an ally. <laughs> like, my, okay. I don't think these movies need to be two hours long. That's, let's start with that. The Kissing Booth 2 is over two hours. It's two hours and 15 minutes. Because they also include, like, a bunch of bloopers where Jacob Lordy looks like he wants to kill himself. Mm. Um, <laughs> probably because he'd broken up with Joey King by the time they filmed this movie. Um, oh, did yeah. Joey King and Jacob Lordy actually They did. did. They dated for realsies. And wow. then they split. Because he started he fucking Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Imagine being... But also, like... Okay, I want to talk about how Joey King is, like, deeply, deeply talented, and she's great. Like, you know, she's an Emmy-nominated actress. Is she? Yes. She played um, Gypsy Rose Blanchard in that series about that woman with Munchausen's. Um, Joey King's really talented, and I like her. Yeah. Um, she's also short queens we stand. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the notes I make. Every time they kiss, like, he has to shorts. pick her up. <laughs> we love our short queen. <laughs> love our short queen. Literally, I'm like, he has to pick her up every single time they make out. That's crazy. Because like, so, she's so tiny. <laughs> I would make you... Okay, this is unrelated, but there's like a TikTok trend where you like put yourself, like put your phone up yeah. to a certain height. Oh, yeah. And then you like put the camera on. Yeah. And then it's like, this is how you look from like someone that's this oh, height. Yeah. And I want to, can we please do it from Jacob Elordi's height? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I put it on my ceiling. Yeah. Man. <laughs> like, this man's, like, okay, I, it's all too much. These movies are over two hours long because there is just like, they throw in like so many extra plots. Like, yeah. I think if we, Cut out the plot with that, like, unnecessary, um, like, gay student body president. Yeah. And we cut out the plot with, like, the 30-year-old girlfriend. Yeah. That's 30 minutes of plot just, like, taken out of the movie. If anything, like, develop the Marco character more. Yeah. Like, he's there as a supposed alternative to Jacob Elordi. You know nothing about him. Does he have one parent? Does he have two? We know he has a sister. Yes. Because he... But we never see the sibling. Yeah. We don't know... Like, we know that he can play the guitar and he can sing. I also am very confused because I'm pretty sure he was singing in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, he was. And, like, is Marco not Italian? Bitch, Marco is a name in It's general European? Okay. My bad. Were you just... (laughs) I was like... Were you just, like, projecting Paolo? (laughs) I was was thinking of Marco Polo, who was Italian. (laughs) Like, he, that man's Italian. So. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, Marco's probably Mexican, like, at this point. Like, just, like, 
with the like it's LA. Like yeah. he's probably from Mexico. Like That's so true though. <laughs> yeah, California's like half Mexico. So <laughs> Look, I really thought he was man's was Italian. So you were I was like, like, why isn't he eating spaghetti? <laughs> Just watching this movie, it's like, why isn't he making her a lasagna? Literally. But also, there's, like, no character development on Marco, so it's, like... No. You kind of just, like, don't know anything about him. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's, they do, it feels like they do all the ca- the character development for Noah, Jacob Elordi's character, off screen. Because he's just, like, a different person by the time we get to yeah. movie two. And, like, even, like... I know that it's, like, trying to be misdirecting and, like, oh, maybe he is treating with that nice British girl. But, like, it, mm. like you actually don't establish enough of their friendship for it to, like, make sense. And exactly. also all of the scenes, like, because they're both hot, it just does seem like they're going to fuck. Yeah. Like, because look at him. Look at him. Yeah, I know, I know. I feel like he's so hot that he's, like, forced to play one-note characters. What else is he in? Like, is I literally... Euphoria. I haven't watched Euphoria yet. He's also in um, The Fantastic Mr. Dundee, which is the new Crocodile Dundee movie. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I don't know who the fuck funded it because it wasn't Screen Australia. Um, okay, so Jacob Elordi is a big thing now. Well, Jacob Elordi is, like, a household name amongst teenagers. Um, ah. Yeah. So, like, he's done some magazine covers. He do be sexy. And, like, because he was dating Zendaya, like, his clout, like, really went through the roof. His yeah, stonks, true. they're up. <laughs> Okay, all right. Wow, we're proud of a nudgy boy. The first time ever. I also Mm -hmm. wanted to talk about... Mm -hmm. It's not really something that we have to talk about for long, but there's, like, when when Joey King goes to visit in Boston... Yes. Jacob Elordi is at the airport and has a sign saying whatever her name is. And then I missed you more. Yeah, and then he throws the sign away, and something I noticed, very particular... Is that the sign hits someone in the back? <laughs> it hits someone, and then like they, the guy like, doesn't acknowledge it because he obviously he's like a paid extra. And but he's just like, why of all the scenes that they take that they kept that one? Because I'm sure they took multiple of that one. Either that or Jacob Woody was like, "Fuck this movie, I'm not doing it." <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. I'm gonna, can, how do I record it on my phone and then like put it on the Instagram for people to see? Screen Because it's oh, so it's prob- funny. There's probably a gif of it. It's so funny when that happens. <laughs> the fact that it's not in the, like, in the blooper reel is insane. Yeah, it got, it got put in the movie. I, I literally watched that scene so many times because it was so funny. It's so good. Like, he throws it and it hits someone and the person, like, you can see it bounce off the person's back. It's not even like, it's like, did that hit them? It like bounces off. and then. <laughs> <gasps> oh my God. We love, look, we stand a one take king. <laughs> no, he was probably just like, fuck this. And yeah, like, no, you can tell in the bloopers that he's like, I hate this. And he had to like, in one of the press, like the press tour interviews for the kissing booth too, he had to be like, no, I wasn't miserable filming this movie. Like it, but I just have resting miserable face, and it's like, oh, it's because you are miserable. Stop lying to everyone. Stop lying. He's like, yeah, we just finished filming Euphoria, and like, I went straight to South Africa, and I didn't get the chance to like rest. And I'm like, dude, you look so sad. (laughs) Also, like, so much of being on like a movie set is just like waiting, yeah, and like sitting, 
Like, there's rest time built in there. Also, it's not even like you have that many lines. Most of what no. you do is in, in this movie is smolder. Another question mm. I noted was mm-hmm. <clears throat> there is a montage of them, like, making out, probably mm. having sex. Hot, yeah. Um, and one of them is, like, recorded on a security camera. Hot, yeah. <laughs> and then she, like, takes the tape. What? She, like, takes the tape out of the security camera. Oh, my God, I forgot about this part of the movie. Because she's in the principal's office. Oh, yeah. Girl, that's a crime. <laughs> that's a crime. That's a full crime. And, like... That makes it sexier, though. <laughs> I was just like, are we not going to address that that's, like, child pornography on there? Yeah, deaf CM. Also, like, I feel like these movies always, like, because, you know, they cast adults for this reason, but it's just like, oh, man, we're really getting into some CEM territory. CM child exploitation material. It's the same as like being on TikTok and you like see a child doing a dance that's too sexy and you're like, nah. Yeah, and their dick's like hitting you in the face. And it's too much. (laughs) Oh my god, that TikTok of that dude who like made his brother be like the. Oh my god! Amazing. I think it's so funny. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And the fact that like the God is Dead um, podcast did an episode on it, and then their fans like went for them. I love that because I. That's why I. Sir Campbell is (laughs) thirty. Because that's why I, like, I had seen him before. Mm. And then, like, I was thinking, because I was just listening to that episode of God is Dead. So good. And I was, like, just laughing along. Yeah. Also, a hilarious podcast. I think everyone should yeah, listen to Yeah, big shout is out Dead. to God is Dead. We Like, surprisingly good. Yeah, we stand Campbell Walker and Bryce Mills. Mm. I met Campbell Walker in Newtown once, and he was very nice. Yeah, and the episode with Flex Mummy, the two episodes, so so funny, so funny. (laughs) I want to. I ran out of tampons. (laughs) And then Flex was like, (laughs) Flex is like, wait, no, he says that. Wait, wait. (laughs) The best thing about this is I watched that episode, and I like stormed into my living room, and I was like, Mom, (laughs) and I told her about this TikTok, and she a lost it, and then was like. Teenage boys are full of ideas. None of them good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, And that's TikTok in a nutshell. I love it. We love to see it. Oh, my God. The fact that there's not more, like, um, like, TikTok trends of, like, reenacting scenes of the kissing booth because, like, Joey King is actually a genuinely good actress in this movie. (laughs) See, I really don't agree with that. No, I believe her. So her friendship with What's-His-Face? Yeah. I believe them. I believe their friendship. When I see them, I see us. <laughs> I just thought it was really bad. Maybe it was the script that was the bad. The script is terrible. Okay. They're doing the best that they can with a really garbage script. Wait, are you Joey King and I'm the other one? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> In this world, I'm fucking Jacob Alon. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the right height. I'm her height. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> we have to accept the rules of the world. <laughs> Oh, Jake Lottie's my brother now. Ew. Ew. Now it has to be a weird incest fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> In my head. Gross. Oh, my God. I just, like, I can't cope with this film. Yeah, it's just very confusing. I still just can't, like, I want to come back to, like, how possessive and kind of toxic this friendship is. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. None of the relationship dynamics are healthy. Yeah, no. Like, absolutely zero. Like, the friendship is possessive. The romantic relationships are possessive. The communication between all parties oh is my unclear. God. So, that's so so bad. And I'm like, just tell people what you think. Stop trying to trick them. I think like the most communicative person on that 
fucking on is Molly Ringwald. To, yeah, Molly Ringwald, and then are closely followed by like Jacob Elordi. Because Which doesn't make sense with his character. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But, like, he was, like, the only one communicating properly. Mm. And, like, y'all are toxic. Y'all are toxic. Also, let's be real. Um, I was upset when he didn't, like, punch the shit out of Marco. I've been so horny. I was like, come on! Do it! Like, literally, this is all that we really know about I the character. Hope, is that you're ready to fight. I really hope there's a deleted scene of, like, them <laughs> punching on... <laughs> And it's just like on Pornhub. <laughs> Pornhub, Marco and Jacob Elordi go at it. But like, the way that that scene is framed as well, what the camera is telling you is because he's standing with that British girl who I can't remember the fucking name of, it implies that she is the reason that he's not getting into the fight. Not his relationship with Joey King, yeah. but his friendship with this girl is implied as being like, you know, the healthy balancing factor because he's trying to fight for Joey King, but is stopped by a, like an external party. So it's like, oh, actually it makes more sense for him to get together with her based on the way that this plot is going. Yeah. Instead of like sticking to your toxic roots and being like, he's going to beat the shit out of her. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to exactly. be the shit out of that guy for like the love of Joey King. It's ridiculous. But like, I think, cause there have been like, I remember this very specifically mm. one time when I matched on Tinder with one of your exes. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't going to do anything, but, mm. like, you were still, and, like, knowing who it was, mm. very not a nice person. Yeah. And you were still like, you should do it. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, give it a go. <laughs> I was like, babes, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, like, what, the level of friendship that they have clearly is limited yeah. and very toxic. If Like, you're literally trying to set me up with someone that's very bad. I set you up. I was trying to get you a single hookup. Yeah. Just so that you could not. <laughs> it was more just to like, compare notes. Literally, just to be like, okay, so what was your experience? <laughs> just so that we could, like, you know, come to, like, I could build a profile, basically. Yeah. Like, all angles of this man. Yeah, exactly. It was about all, being all-knowing. Exactly. But, like, the fact that you can do that. Yeah. And... Fucking Jacob Elordi's brother can't even let, like, is mad that Joey King kissed Jacob Elordi. Yeah, ridiculous. It's insane. I don't, I don't fuck with it. Like, and, like, because how do they reconcile? They reconcile at, like, a Halloween party or some shit. Like, and then they pull rule like twenty five, and then gives the ice cream, and then he feels bad for throwing the ice cream away. So rule twenty five. How do you have twenty five bloody rules <laughs> to your get friendship? Through? Like, I don't. Know. <laughs> What's up? Okay, in our friendship, what's rule one? Do we have any rules? Rule one. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> rule two. Don't wake up. Before 10. <laughs> don't wake up before 10. No scheduling anything before 10. No scheduling Not even anything 10, before 10. 11 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> Just to be safe. Rule three. Don't expect me to be on time ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's like... Most of it. That's like our three rules of friendship, and yeah. they literally have like twenty five. They have twenty five rules, like possessive rules. Yeah, and it's just like about ensuring that like no one can get close enough to you to be more important than the friend. Yeah, which is insane and ridiculous. Yeah, and like a weird like platonic abuse. Yeah, which is like <sighs> like I know that like in high school the stakes are really high, and like. You know, children sort of don't understand that, like, there is more to life beyond what is happening in the immediate. Um, but also you should teach them that. Yeah. <laughs> and this movie 
doesn't, doesn't do teach that. that I think that like actual teenagers should not watch this movie. Like I think it is terrible for them. Yeah. I think that it is so toxic and like just an absolute like self-esteem murderer. But if you're an adult, fucking dive in, bro. It's so funny. Also, kissing booths are just like not a real thing. Not a real thing. Very rife for bullying. Oh my god! Like, very like the bullying on that. Mm. Insane, toxic. We hate to see it. Have you ever seen a kissing booth in real life? No, I've never seen one. I've only seen them in movies. Mm. I feel like we have them at like the bloody Ecker. <laughs> also, but just the germs. Exactly. I'm like. The Eka is basically like the flu festival every year, and we yeah. all go. We all go. Well, not anymore. Yeah, not um, us, but <laughs> other people, white people. Jacob Elordi definitely went Jacob on like went, the Thursday night. Oh my god, Jacob Elordi went to like the Eka on a Wednesday night and got absolutely so drunk yeah. and like totally like fingered a girl behind like the fence. <laughs> like behind like Sideshow Alley or something. Yeah, he like he fingered in Sideshow Alley. No, in Sideshow Alley. He was, but like it was like right before his growth spurt. Like he was only six foot at that yeah. point yeah this movie sucks <laughs> yeah I think it's very like it's not a good movie and it's quite toxic mm. and like young like not young kids but like pre-teens and mm. teens should not watch this because they it's like very unrealistic mm. and like toxic yeah but like if you're older than 20 I think you should be able to watch it I think yeah. you should have like an MA15 plus <laughs> Yeah, honestly, there's a part of it that's, like, just for, like, themes. Yeah. <laughs> like, mature themes. Yeah. Like, and also, again, casting a 30-year-old woman opposite that child playing the brother, ridiculous. Not, not ideal. Yeah. Well, she's, like, a South African actress and model. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's South African. Oh, okay, so that's, like, the one piece The local of, like, talent. local talent. Um, also, um... Who's that big dude in the movie where, like, he sexually harasses Joey King in movie one and by movie two he's, like, just a fun guy? Yeah, Tuppen. Tuppen, yes. Tuppen should have gotten with the 30-year-old lady. Yeah, I was, I'm just so confused by, like, everything on this. Yeah, there's, like, no good decisions were made in the making no. of these films. Which also makes me even more curious for movie three. And the fact that they filmed movie three, like, in conjunction with movie two, I fucking hope it's a shorter movie. Yeah, I hope they just, like, packed everything into... I think this movie two. needed to be 70 minutes. Max? Like, 70. 70. I don't think it even needs 90. Like, this, these are simple people. <laughs> <laughs> Cut out a lot of those things. Yeah, Joey King is me when I'm fucked up. Just men, big, warm. <laughs> that's what you want. That's, that's those it. are her motivations. Oh. What a film. What a film. What a I moment. Would, I would... I would recommend everyone to watch it, to be honest. Like, yeah, because I think it's hilarious. I think if you have a brain, you'll yeah, love it. You'll love it. It's like the same way that people who are smart love like Real Housewives and The Bachelor, yeah. in that it's so vapid and nothing Yeah. that it's like endlessly entertaining. Exactly. Like, we live. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. It's so terrible. Also, I think that we need to talk about the best line in the second movie. What is it? I'm going to treat you as my own personal jungle gym. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Now, speaking from the experience of a short woman who's hooked up with many, many a tall man, I have never said that in my fucking life. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to stop? No. I personally think you should. When she said that, I was like, oh. Okay, were you taken out of it? Because I was. I was like, oh, no. 
Were you into it? I was kind of into it. Oh my god, ew, you're so corny. I hate how corny I am, but like, it was like. The fact that you're not more into musical theatre beyond me. I just, there's something about some musical theatre that's not me. Wow, we'll do a whole episode about the corniness of musical theatre because Sophie also loves it. Sophie, we miss you. Sophie, we miss you. Please come back to us. Yeah, like, please come back to Brisbane. Oh my god, I just. I, I can't cope with this film. Yeah, there's just a lot going on. There's like seven central conflicts. Okay, well, let's count them out. Okay. N- number two. So right? number two, we've got... Um, Marco and Joey King. Marco and Joey King. We've got Jacob Elordi going away to college. We've got the best friend and his girlfriend. We've got... Joey um, King and the best friend. Joey King and the best friend's conflict as a result of that. We've got her picking a college. Um, we're throwing in that gay guy who is there randomly. With the British girl... And the British girl counts as her own conflict. That's seven. That's seven conflicts. That's seven conflicts. That and they all con- get resolved, right? Oh, the money that's needed. For the college. money that's, that's needed. That's eight. That's eight conflicts. That's too many. Wait, did like- we do Marco and Jacob Elordi? That was the first... Oh, well, that's, like, inclusive of the Marco, the Marco and Joey King one. Like, but again, I think he should have beat him up. I yeah. think it would have made more sense within the realm of the world of the movie. But, like, eight conflicts seems fucking ridiculous. I feel like nobody, like, edited the script. They just went with their first draft and they were like, hell yeah, let's go. And then we'll just cut along as we go. Yeah. And it's like they did no cuts. It's no. like, it literally, it's me on the first episode of this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's like, let's keep it all. <laughs> I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered cutting any of this. <laughs> we'll get through the redacteds eventually. Oh my God. Also, shout out to everybody who listened to that heavily redacted episode. Um, I thought it's, a lot of people thought it was really funny. I thought it was really funny too. It was quite funny. To hear the redacted. It was such a bitch to edit. So thank you for appreciating my efforts. <laughs> Just so funny. Oh my God. Redacted. Yeah. Um, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I would watch the shit out of this. I will watch the shit out of number three, to be honest. Yeah. Because, like, it's fucking good. It's, it's a good movie. It's a good movie for, like, within the context of, like, it being so shit. Yeah. It's, it's like... Something I'd watch, like I would watch Bachelor in Paradise or mm. The Bachelor or like yeah, it's so like trashy. It's fantastic. Yeah, and like I can look at it with a subjective eye. Yeah, but like ultimately, this podcast is about manifesting <laughs> Jacob Elordi to like hook up with one of us. <laughs> Jacob Elordi, just hang out. Just come chill. Just come um, chill. Jacob Elordi, um, the next time that you're at the regatta. Um, just geotag yourself on Instagram. Um, I will arrive within 15 minutes. <laughs> Joe Dwyer, please make this happen. Yeah, Joe Dwyer, <laughs> please help us. My final thoughts on the movie. Um, watch it drunk with your friends. It's the best way to watch it. Watching The Kissing Booth alone is not an ideal experience. Watching The Which Kissing I Booth. I had to do. You poor thing. Watching, I had to watch two of them by myself. Yeah. Back to back. I only had to watch The Kissing Booth 2 by myself, and that was so much. Um, gather, your, gather your gals, gather your gays. And watch the kissing yeah. one and two. Also, don't be deterred because the first like five ten minutes is like insane, insane, and very hard to watch. So many tonal shifts. So many. Tonal. I was saying to Fran that I literally was having such a negative attitude towards this <laughs> film because I like couldn't get through the first ten minutes. It's because she's like, oh, and then me and what's and then, his face then, played Dance then. Dance Mania, and then my mum died. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not gonna process that. Like, also, <laughs> she never processes her mum's death. It's like this doesn't need to be in the plot. <laughs> like, why would you kill the mum? They use it as a motivator in the second movie, but like, 
it's not yeah. utilized nearly enough because like her mother's memory isn't as important to her as Jacob Elordi's dick. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's uh yeah, watch a movie with your gals and your gays and just pick it apart, start a group chat. Um, yeah. Olivia, if you're listening to this, please put me in this group chat. Yeah, please. <laughs> Add us in. <laughs> I want to listen to this. All right. Um, yeah, that's another episode for us. Yeah, this is practically a mini-sode this week. We'll start hopefully getting Sophie back. As of next week. As of next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but thank you for listening. As always, you can catch us on our social media uh, we are available on funemployed.pod on Instagram and funemployedpod on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.